Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Booth. Week 14 is in the books. We are now in week 15. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the season. It's bittersweet. I kind of want it to be over, but not quite. Not quite yet. Um, we're man down. James isn't here. Yours truly, Wes, and Lester in the booth. We're ready to go. I'm ready. We're ready uh, to I'm, do this. I'm I mean, ready. it's time that we redeem ourselves. We've gone all year. We've been close. We've been touching that, touching that gold, that gold mine, you know, and, and it, we just can't seem to grasp it. I know. It's just within our reach, and I don't know, maybe it's a focus, the lack thereof, but but this week, I think, we're, we'll get it. We'll well, get it. I, I, I feel it. I have this weird feeling in my tummy, you know? You know, uh, I, I do too, so... We'll start off like we always do. What did we learn this week? Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. I learned that matchups do not matter in DFS this year. No. Um, last season and the years prior, they mattered a lot. Like we, we went in depth this summer. We had a lot of good theories that we were working on, and they just didn't seem to come into fruition. Yeah, if, it seems like the analytics kind of flipped this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were kind of looking more at the eyeball test. Now, but... Also looking at other factors, yeah, yeah. not just looking at the matchup. Oh, he's played horrible mm-hmm. this year. He's matched up against this corner because I think coaching staffs have seen that like moving wide receivers around or or game planning for yeah. other, other for certain players can help them get better point more points well, yeah. or, or help the the game script in in many ways. Yeah. Right? Like, and if you look at it too, I mean. For the most part, I think there's maybe, what, a handful, six, seven cornerbacks that shadow the entire game. Yeah. So if, when you're looking at these matchup charts and, you know, you're looking at pro football focus and you're seeing that, oh, this guy's got the best matchup on paper this day, well, that doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to attack that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an interesting article this following week or this past weekend that was about this entire subject, about how matchups do not matter. Well, they, they're just overrated because when you look at week five, for example, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh played Jacksonville. And when you look at that matchup in general at that time, and still even today if they played, you wouldn't want to necessarily use Ben at his age. You know, he's a little rusty at the beginning of the year. You, you wouldn't want him to use to throw the ball that much. You yeah. want him to just run Le'Veon Bell to the ground. You, they hammered. That's the yeah. game script. And, and that game, they threw the ball what 50 times 55 times he threw the ball crazy so i mean you you look at that and you say and they lost the game yeah but i mean it didn't stop todd haley from saying you know what we're gonna keep throwing that ball because it brings this this whole macho effect like you know they have to win they have to pound that ball until they can prove to themselves and everybody else that they're the man you know what i mean yeah and i think that the onus on big ben too it's like I'm going to put the team yeah. on my back. Yeah. But you have to understand that like, you have a team mm-hmm. and you have one of the best running backs yeah. in the league, if not the best yeah. running back in the league. That helps you out there too. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I, I so, think, I, that's where I look at the matchups, right? Yeah. Like Everybody was on Le'Veon Bell that week. And, and I see why. Yeah, you, you, totally. Jacksonville was allowing a lot of uh, rush yards. The matchup was there. The matchup was there for... Mm-hmm. For Pittsburgh to, to really take over. And, and I feel like this weekend as well, there was a few scenarios where that where that benefited too. So I, I, I will forever now look at this like it doesn't matter. Matchups don't matter. And not to that uh, extent. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll look at them. But I mean, this year, man, I just... Yeah, it's been a strange year. Yeah. And you said something uh, off air. I mean, like it started off with Casey yeah, beating really New did. England. And Not even just win. Like if they would have just won that game, I wouldn't have mattered. But the the fact that they just dominated from you know like 
the first snap when he fumbled, and then they, they just turn it around. You know, and I give that all credit to maybe, you know, well, there's a theory there I have that maybe it was because Kansas City knew who they were playing for a month and a half. Like, this is who we're beating. You know, yeah. they studied that. Now they only have week to week basis where they they're kind of falling behind the the eight ball. You you would say. Yeah. Whereas you know the first game of the season they're ready to go. They're going to pounce on that New England team that they've been studying for a month. So, so I can see why, but at the same time, man, it goes with what I'm saying. You, you could have seen at the beginning of the year that this team, or sorry, that this 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 season was going to be the season that everything was flipped upside yeah. down. I think that leads to your point too. Yeah. Uh, so I learned that uh, the football gods hate me. <laughs> yeah, they're against us. <laughs> yeah, they're, they they they've been against me. Um, I I lost Gronk mm. for the fantasy playoffs, as a lot of people did, but. I lost OBJ as well. Yeah. Um, in my other league, lost David Johnson. You know, yeah. like it's uh, the football gods did not like me yeah. this year. Um, I find that the football gods just didn't like fantasy no. this year. Uh, a lot of the sharks, a lot of the main players in the fantasy, the world of DraftKings and FanDuel, they aren't doing well. Yeah. Their their return of investment is a lot lower than usual. They've all transferred to different sites and and. They blame it on maybe the slates and the contest. I personally blame it on the fact that, yeah, well, the injuries are always there. They're mm-hmm. common. But I blame it on the fact that the analytics, they're just not there this year. Yeah. You it's, know, a, like, it's, it's more of the eyeball test. And it's weird because I'm, I'm usually the type of person that's like, I eyeball test, eyeball test. I really switched to the analytics yeah, side this too. year. Yeah, we, 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 well, we did. We, we, we game planned and we strategized for that entire summer about this mm-hmm. about how we go at matchups about how we look at the matchups about how this player plays against this team but we we gotta gotta go back to the way i was kind of thinking well like people are like oh so outside the box you know the reason that we started this podcast because we're so outside the box yeah. with our predictions and our and our opinions i think that really benefits because last week and i know we didn't have a podcast but i swear to you i had jonathan stewart and that dude was solo owned. he had three touchdowns i'm i, I just know that if other guys would have, you know, stepped up, like, i.e. Mike Evans, yeah. I would have been laughing. I would have been in the money. So, I mean, we just got to go back to that. Yeah. And maybe the football gods will shine down on us. Maybe. Um, the, the gods are looking at one player in general, Aaron Rodgers. This dude, I swear to you, is the second coming of Christ or <laughs> I don't know what he does. He prays yeah. four times a day. But he broke his collarbone. It looked like he was going to be done for the year. Green Bay now has a fighting chance a real chance at the playoffs uh we'll talk about that whole playoff scenario but let's just focus in on aaron Rodgers right now what does this say about aaron Rodgers as a player and his legacy okay so with the injury he's at 80 percent um with the collarbone injury uh he's not playing at 100 percent yeah yeah uh you saw this with tony romo mm-hmm. a couple years back what happened to tony romo he yeah, broke his collarbone again. He's got to be super careful. Yeah, um, and you know Aaron Rodgers. He he's not the type of person that likes to to sit in the in the pocket. No. He likes to be mobile, like look around. Uh, he likes to create chances for his wide receivers. It could be dangerous for Aaron Rodgers, but for his legacy, honestly, I think he's the best quarterback to ever play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, there's been tons. There's Montana. Yeah, there's yeah. Been but he, he's arguably one of the best for sure. Uh, and I, I can totally get behind that. Uh, it's interesting to see his remarks. He said he's not coming back to save this team. 
He said, there's no way that I'm coming back thinking I'm going to be Superman mm-hmm. and take this team all the way. We as a team collectively will win this game. Um, that's just words of a leader. Yeah. I think in his head he's thinking, I'm freaking Superman, and I'm coming out here <laughs> and winning this shit. Like, yeah. he's Aaron Rodgers. He's the same guy that tells everybody to relax every year. And at the first podcast we did, I said, who's going to come first? Aaron Rodgers saying relax or Bill Belichick saying on to Cincinnati? So both things did come to fruition this season. It, it always happens. Aaron Rodgers tells people, relax. I'm going to come in. I'm going to take care of it. This year, he just chose his words a little bit differently, like a, a Tom Brady-esque leadership yeah. level. I, I don't know, man. To me, I can go with this whole notion that he is – the greatest quarterback that I've seen athletically, his stats. You put him with Bill Belichick, I don't think they lose a Super Bowl for four or five years. I don't, I don't think I don't think they lose a game. <laughs> oh bro, man. Like that would be unreal. Unheard of, man. Unheard of. This guy is he's a, a master on the field. I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah. Do you think that he they win out now, three and oh? Oh, that's a tough one. I know um, they play your Cowboys, but play, I mean, take that away. Just we'll pretend they don't play the Cowboys. You, you think they got they got the realistic ac- chance? Actually, so they don't play the Cowboys. Uh, Oakland plays plays the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so the looking at their schedule, they have a very real chance at at winning out. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a, they have, who, like they play. Uh, I believe right. They play Minnesota. They play Minnesota. Um, Carolina, they play this week. They play Minnesota next week. And do and they then play they, Atlanta? No, they finish off against Detroit okay. for that playoff yeah. spot. So, so I, honestly, I think they win out. Yeah. I think they make the playoffs. And that's tough because that would mean that you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers is a king, man. Can't wait to see him. Are you playing him this week? I play him this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I play it. Yeah, I picked him up for that reason. Yeah. It's like Josh Gordon. If I pick up Josh Gordon, I pick him up to play him. Yeah. I don't pick him up to just so he sits on my bench and ah, yeah. accumulates points. I, I picked him up for a reason. Yeah. I play him. I was a heavy advocate first week. Uh, I know you weren't here the that first week that Gordon played, but our bold predictions, I said that Josh Gordon would outscore Melvin Gordon in fantasy, and he was one point away. <laughs> <laughs> One point away. Close. It was close. Um, moving on to some more news. Uh, getting carried away with Rodgers. So yeah. good. Uh, Carson Wentz tore his ACL. Football gods don't like Philadelphia. They were saying, yeah. you know what? You're not getting those Super Bowl chances. Um, this derails them completely yeah. as a team. 100%. I know they got the playoffs locked down. I do think they win a few games out to kind of, you know, scare odds makers into mm-hmm. into playing them. Yeah. But for the most part, I think they're done. I think, you know, let's wipe our hands clean of Philly on to next season. Yeah. I, I, Carson Wentz is the heart and soul of that team. Yeah, it's the Deshaun Watson of the, of the NFC. Yeah. yeah. He's he's quickly became my favorite player this season once Deshaun went down. Deshaun was my favorite player coming in, but he mm-hmm. went down, so I can't. he can't be my favorite right now. Carson Wentz is my favorite player. Now he goes down, so I gotta, I'm got. i just going to stop picking favorite players. I get hurt. <laughs> they but, get hurt. But Carson, man, he, yeah. he tore his ACL. He finished the drive, the three or maybe the three or whatever. He throws the touchdown. Throws the touchdown. Walks off. And walks off the field. That's nutty. Need I remind everybody that LeBron James needed help getting carried off the court because of heat exhaustion. Um, <laughs> this is just the craziest thing. I watch him walk off, and he's his uh, his uh, his knee is all buckled, and it's yeah. all oh, man. It's just the wildest thing ever. I don't know what they're gonna do. Like 
They can't rely on their their run game. No, I mean like they have a they have three capable running backs, but and Nick Foles just is Nick Foles. Like yeah. they it's it's he he knows the system, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. He, but he's he's not the guy that's going to win you a playoff game. I I'm sorry, Nick Foles, you're not going to win a playoff no, game. No. Yeah. No, and, and you know like the, they'll probably get the first week by, but I mean still I I just this is can, this is gut-wrenching for the Philly fans yeah. though. Yeah. For, for, like yeah. that you saw that city be uplifted after you know the Chip Kelly, you know like you haven't seen that team go to the playoffs I think since Donovan McNabb maybe. <laughs> it seems like it. It really seems like it. And it sucks because they have such a good team. I don't even know if they have a good team. It's just like a maybe it's a good attitude in the locker room yeah. or something, but something about that about Carson Wentz being the quarterback there he just he inspires players on that team. Yeah, you know, and and watching him play, he takes a ball. He's like Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just is like, this is my team. I'm gonna ride or die for my team. Mm-hmm. So it's really sad to see somebody like him go down. No, I agree. And, and I and I can't agree more. Nick Foles is not taking them any further. And another player that is gone, Josh McCown. I know the Jets weren't as high up as the Eagles. But they were making a serious comeback here. Yeah. They were winning games. They were putting up points. This is the craziest thing. This is why the year is messed up. That you could tell me that Josh McCown is one of the top scoring quarterbacks Quarterback. in fantasy. Yeah. I would never have believed you at the beginning no. of the year. So, you know, that's that's just that's the whole thing of the season. So so for me, I got I gotta look at who's coming in for Josh McCown. And Christian Hackenberg, I don't think he can quite hack it. I don't know if he can. I, I just I just really think that, you know, this this as well has derailed it. I, I really like that. that uh, good yeah, it was. But the only team that seems, hey, like with quarterbacks going down, is going to be Green Bay that makes a, well has a chance at the playoffs because all these other teams that are losing their quarterbacks, Houston, Philadelphia, <laughs> the Jets, know. you know, these it's, teams aren't going to make it. It's, it's funny. I'm going I'm to I'm call you and James out. You know, y- y'all were saying – at the beginning of the season that, uh, you know, this kid from, I, I think it was Iowa, you know, he wasn't going to do nothing, you know. Uh, he's 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 done an okay job. He's done enough to win games. He, he found a Devontae Adams. <laughs> but, but um, no, honestly, I, I it's tough, you know. Like, I, I think the, the only team that Green Bay, or the only team is going to be that Green Bay that, that ends up. That ends up winning anything, and, but do you think that has to do with coaching? Yes and no. I just don't. I never liked McCarthy, so I don't know if it's coaching. But, um, I think it's the depth, man. You look at that team. You look at the leaders on there. They got Clay Matthews, and they got. But do they have a defense? I think when you have Clay Matthews, you have a defense. He's kind of like the he's kind of like the White Ray Lewis. Yeah, I guess like Haha Clinton Dix as well. Like he's they they have an okay defense. They. They haven't scared me on offense either. I think their run game has really helped. That's the other thing is that what do you need to win in this in this league? It is a good defense and, and a, a run, great run, run game. game. Yeah. And they got a great run game. They have all these guys coming in and really stepping up se- and, and stepping up, setting the tone. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this guy Williams came from. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Williams. And same with Aaron Jones. Ty Montgomery, all these cats would never crack another roster. Well, maybe they would, but I mean, they wouldn't be in the same situation. And no. they're dominating in yeah. Green Bay. Uh, they have the kind of like the Andy Reid effect, where every running back that steps up is is really performing and mm-hmm. really he's putting out a good production. Um, moving forward with uh, with the news, though, 
Ah, man. This one. Um, do you, okay, so Alex Smith, Eli Manning. I don't know. I, I like, do you, okay, so reports saying that they're going to be traded. Oh, yeah, high, high likelihood. High likelihood that they're going to be traded. Um, I, I have a, I struggle with this. So, like, KC, they use their number one pick mm-hmm. to get a quarterback. Yeah. They have a quarterback waiting. Alex Smith hasn't been the problem for me. Alex Smith wasn't the problem in San Francisco. He brought them to the promised land. He just couldn't bring them to the Super Bowl. And they went, and they got a young kid named Colin Kaepernick, who then took them to the Super Bowl, took a, took the team away from Alex Smith as soon as he got an injury. Yeah. Uh, if that happens here, and Patrick, Mah- or Patrick Mahomes, Patrick yeah, Mahomes takes KC, once Alex Smith is done or whatever, to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I'd say any team in the NFL that wants to win the Super Bowl should go get that lucky charm. Because that dude just goes anywhere, makes a team great, and then they just need to draft the next guy. They're going to win them a Super Bowl. Or, well, not win them, but yeah. you know, bring them to the promise Bring, bring promise like, yeah. I Because, mean, like, this this team, man, they're built for success. They got a great coach. They got a great run game. They got a good offensive line. They got a great defense. But the problem for me in KC isn't Alex Smith. It's they lost their most key in Eric Berry. In person on defense mm-hmm. in Eric Berry. I mean, you've seen it. Yeah, the Jets posted 30-plus points against them. Yeah. And I know the Jets have been posting points against everybody, but, I mean, this is Kansas City. And Kansas City is supposed to be one of the premier defense in the league, so, and, they, and they weren't. Yeah, they, they weren't, haven't, they they haven't, haven't been. been at all. And they're they're desperately fighting for a playoff spot right now. So, to me, man, like, if Alex Smith goes anywhere, I where don't do, think where, he goes as a starter. Where do you think he goes? Oh, man. Where do you think Eli and... Alex Eli, I think, retires as a as a giant. I think he doesn't put himself through that kind of ment- mental state. I don't think he wants to do the Peyton Manning thing. I don't think he wants to go and try to win another ring. I mean, he already has more than his bro. Or, I mean, he's tied with his bro. Yeah. He's already got more Super Bowl MVPs than his bro. So, I mean, like, what, guess, does, he, what does he have to play for? What is, like, pride, no, maybe? There's no what, what pride. Like, you, yeah. you've done everything. You went and beat the best team that we have seen. In our lifetime, that most people have seen in their lifetimes, unless you're 60, the the Patriots they were 16 and 0, and 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 this team went out and beat them in the Super Bowl in the grandest stage of them all, and he beat them. He he took that team on his back, yeah, and he made those crazy throws and being held and you know what I mean. It was a crazy game. So for me, I don't think he's got to play for pride. I think what he's got to do right now is do the Tony Romo thing, and just say, you know what, I've played. My time, I've I've served it, and I don't. I'm done. I'm done. Because yeah. now you got to look, man. If he goes to another team, he's gonna have the same situation. They're gonna have a younger guy. If he starts to do bad, they're gonna bench him. So I mean, why go through that as a 38, however old you are, guy? Like, don't he, he got, he got don't to remember? Do... Okay, so my prediction: if the Jags somehow don't make the playoffs, which yeah, it's not gonna happen. There, there's there's That's Tom what I hear because Coughlin's there's Tom, there. There's Tom Coughlin in there, you know, like like Jacksonville's making the playoffs. But I mean, once they if they play Baltimore first round, we we take them out of there. Like, I don't know. Like, this is my thing with Jacksonville though: is do they go to an old quarterback with that great team, or do they just draft now and hope to God that they get somebody quick because? They got that team's in their like they're coming into their prime. They they defense. are ready for a for a win. Yeah, their their window a, is open. They're ready for a long playoff run, and that's where I believe that 
Eli may not be the right guy. He's been there. He has been, but he can't perform at that level now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I don't think Eli finds another job. I think he's toasts. Unless he plays for the Giants next year, but I think he retires a Giant. And it'd be dirty if he didn't. It'd be very dirty if they released him like Indy did to, to Peyton. Mm-hmm. To me, honest to God, to be completely honest with you, I think that if Indianapolis wouldn't have let go of Peyton Manning, he would have retired. But I think them saying, see you later, that pissed him off and he said, no, I am not done yet. What if, what, if, what if they do release him then? And he's like, my big brother did it. Why can't Eli's, I? Yeah, but Eli's never been that type yeah, of guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. That ferocious. But going back to Alex Smith, he'd be any. I could see him on any team. I just don't know if he'd be a starter necessarily. Maybe he'd be a a, a role player to fill in until a, an injured player comes back. Maybe he goes to a team like Minnesota, who's got a wicked defense. Maybe he goes Cleveland. Cleveland? No, he wouldn't go to Cleveland. No, he's not going to Cleveland. <laughs> but who knows where he's going? Yeah. Arizona. Maybe he goes to Arizona with yeah. Bruce Arians. And he's going to able to have a good run game next to him yeah. to really take the, the the weight off of his shoulders. Yeah. Um, moving on to pick six. We didn't get to do it last week. I've been getting my ass kicked in pick six trying <laughs> to catch up here. Um, let's roll with the the really important games this this week. Yeah. Uh, James isn't here, so we'll try to catch up again. Let's start off with the Chargers at Kansas City. We just talked about Alex Smith and his team. Can Philip Rivers and the surging Chargers mm-hmm. come into Kansas City and beat them in Arrowhead? Yes, they you, can. You going, you going Chargers? I'm going Chargers with the win. The Chargers are the hottest team in football right now. I hear that on every site I go on. I, I read it on every site, sorry, and I, I see it on every show I watch, and everybody's saying it. Peter Schrager is in love with them. Ah, man, I, I got to go Kansas City in this. I think the home factor is going to be the is going to be the deciding thing here. Kansas City's just that team that seems to be so inconsistent, though. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me if they came out and laid a goose egg, and you know the Chargers whooped ass. What sticks out to you about this Chargers team that makes them so different from the beginning of the year to now? Their pass rush. Mm-hmm. Their pass rush. Uh, they got two great defensive ends. Bose is playing out of his mind right now. Um, and I hate Joey Bosa. Yes. I, I'm not a big Joey Bosa fan, but he's playing well. I know. Uh, and they, they got a good front seven. Um, I can't remember the cornerback's name right now. Um, but... Yeah, it, it escapes me. But it, and, uh, true, um, not true fun. Um, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, but Hayward, the, Hayward, yes. <laughs> um, and they got a good wide receiver crew. Philip Rivers is playing well. I'm very, making... I'm very mad at myself that in my year longs I didn't target Keenan Allen because I don't remember, or sorry, I don't know if you remember this, but last season I said when Keenan Allen comes back, he is going to be the number one wide receiver. And I'm so mad that I didn't go back and do that this summer and do more research about that because he is the, well, I wouldn't say the best, but he is like how Mike Killing Evans. It. Yeah. You remember killed. when Mike Evans last year was like the guy to target? Oh, yeah. That's Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah. He's got fire. He, it's because he hasn't been playing for three years. He's healthy. He's rejuvenated. He's energetic. He's got, he's just at 100%. He's no fatigue right now. Yeah, he's got a fire in his belly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that I'm going to go with Kansas City, but. The Chargers, man, they're they're making a surge here. Yeah, they are. They're making a surge. Uh, Green Bay at Carolina. Oh, that's a tough game. We just game. talked about this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back. You know, this one's got Green Bay win written all over yep. it. I'll have to do more digging on the fantasy side of things. But for wins perspective, I'm going to say Green Bay gets this. Yeah. Um, I just think the just the Aaron Rodgers effect. You know what I'm saying? Like they they gotta they gotta win this yeah. game. 
I, it's it's going to be an emotional win for me, and it's mm. going to be a very close win. Yeah. I think this is going to be a tie. Green Bay tie. Green Bay tie. Yeah. Um, but Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers just finds ways to win games. Yeah, and I wouldn't be shocked if he did it in this one. Yeah. And players in here that I really like too, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Well, I can't get enough Devontae Adams. I will play him all 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 year, every week. He's but just do, one of the do best you receivers. do you play Jordy Nelson now that Aaron Rodgers is back? Yeah, because I played him last week, and I'm always a week behind, so I feel like or a week fast, I mean, yeah. so I feel like, yeah. Jordy Nelson this week is a is a big one. I Man, think. he was 4,700 last week. I was like, that's free. You might as well just give him to me for free. Yeah. And then they jump him to 63 this week. So that shows you what the algorithm thinks about him as well. Yeah. I'm playing him 100%, but the fact that they have Devontae Adams priced lower than Jordy Nelson. Tells you something. Yeah, that, that, that to me, though, would make that's... me think that he's going to be chalkier, Devontae Adams. And then I can just play Jordy Nelson. Oh no, he's not. Sorry, he's right there. He's sixty-eight, so he's he's expensive more. Expensive. Yeah, I passed right over him. Um, yeah, no, I I got Green Bay as a straight up win in this game. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't think that Carolina will like they'll make it close to the beginning, but then I think they just will run away with that, it. That that really ties up things in the NFC. Damn, because and that's the other thing too. It's gonna you. That's how you got. That's how I'm gonna approach these games. Mm-hmm. Is how is Week Seventeen gonna be the most exciting week of football? If this, 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 and this happen, that's how it will be. So that's how I'm going to go off of it. So I think Green Bay gets this win and just shovels that all around. <laughs> yeah. uh, Texans at Jags. I know this one doesn't have much playoff implication, but to me it's got a really good matchup that I can't wait to see. DeAndre Hopkins versus Jalen Ramsey for the second time. Did you catch Jalen Ramsey's interview with, uh, I can't remember who it was with, but he was talking about just his career and mm-hmm. how he plays and stuff. And he was talking about the A.J. Green incident. How he just kept calling AJ Green soft, you're soft, you're soft, you're soft, and got in his head. And then he the guy asked, "Who's your favorite players to play against?" And AJ Green wasn't one of them. He said he's one of the weakest players he's ever played. But he said that DeAndre Hopkins is the one of the best players in the NFL, and he that's his most exciting matchup is to go one on one with DeAndre Hopkins. So for me, this one is just it's gonna be good. I can't wait to see it. It scares the shit out of me to play DeAndre Hopkins this week yeah, because of that. And I, I Jalen Ramsey, man, I hate the guy. Personally, on a personal level, not that I met him, yeah. but I mean, from what I see in interviews, I don't like the guy at all. But his playing style, man, he's he's ferocious. I say he's top three cornerbacks. I would agree with you. I think he's better than Sherman. I think he's oh yeah, sure. Because, because he's got I don't not I don't know what it is. I just think maybe it's a fire or whatever. But Richard Sherman, I think he's he's beatable. Yeah, right. Like he's you've seen him get beat before. Whereas and he's got help. He's got a lot of help there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Earl Thomas and in, in the pass rush. And in Jacksonville, they, they they got quite the same too. But I mean, Jalen Ramsey's just that guy. He's on an island all the time. Man, he's 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 taken Darrell Revis's island and said, "I got my own." Yeah, you know, I made the Maldives, and you got this little Canadian island over there. <laughs> like he's the man, dude. I, yeah, I, I I love that defense. I we were high on them all year. I think they come out. I think they shut out the Texans. Not Aren't that you? that's a little bit bold, but I think they're going to shut out the Texans. Um, the Texans, man, they. Ah, uh, that oh, I wish they had Watson. That offense sucks right now. Yeah, you know what? I think that you know what Leonard Fournette would be a great play in this game. Um, I thought that for the last two weeks. You know, I hated him all year. I told everybody like, why are you playing that fragile piece of glass? And then I play him the last two weeks, and he just busts. So I I, I don't know where I'm at. I can't call him right. 
So I'm just going to go off what everybody else thinks, I think, with Leonard Fournette, because I don't know what to think of him. Leonard Fournette this week, I love the play, but I also love DeAndre Hopkins. We'll talk about that later. I'm going to go with the Jags. Um, yeah, I go Jags straight up. I'm going to go Jags straight up. It's 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 an easy call. That, that matchup's going to be sweet. I'm so excited. Uh, Jags at home as well. Yeah, and they got that factor, right? So yeah. so it's going to be a cakewalk. Well, it should be. It um, should be. Rams at Seattle. This is playoff implications all over it. This could be a first-round matchup. Yeah. So it'd be, it would probably be in L.A., though. Um, who do you think's got this one? The, the 12th man coming and step into play? I'm picking Seattle straight up, mainly because I'm riding this Doug Baldwin, Russell Wilson train mm-hmm. in fantasy. But I really think Seattle's got this. This late in the season, they're kind of like Green Bay. They win games. They just find ways to win at this point in the year because they want to get in the playoffs. Yeah, LA is kind of up and down for me because because of where they, how young they are, yeah. the team. They have never been there, and their coach is young. They've never been to the playoffs. This is getting close. This is getting the anxious. They're, they're getting anxiety, and they're all human beings. This yeah, is what we got to remember. I always say that. They're human beings. They're kids still. It's going to be a tough game for them to go into Seattle and try to beat Seattle for a playoff spot, a home a home playoff matchup. So who knows, man? I, I got Seattle, though, in this one. I don't even think it's close. I think Seattle walk, just walks away with it. I, I'm the exact opposite. I think LA walks away with it. LA is going to cremate wow. the Seattle Seahawks because the defense has not been up to par. Russell Wilson has been putting this team on his back for a long time, mm-hmm. but even more so as of late. Yeah. Um, and the Rams defense isn't bad. They, you know, they get yeah, scored yeah. on a lot, but I, you know, Russell Wilson's been running for his life the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't see how the Rams lose this game. Yeah, I, I just can't see it. Um, before I read that article, I'd be with you, but now I'm not because that even makes it even better. It makes it even better now because like you look at it, Russell Wilson versus Aaron Donald. I think it's one of his worst matchups. Like he cannot play against the Rams. Seattle always loses to the Rams. Like this is this is it. This is written all over him. Analytics out the window playing the <laughs> Rams, playing the Seahawks. Uh, it's interesting that we both have complete polar opposites of this one. Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought we would be a little bit more on the same page. Uh, you really like Todd Gurley, though. I really do like Todd that's Gurley. The, that's the X factor for you in yeah. this Rams team. Um, so I think what Sean McVay is doing is saving him for the playoffs. He hasn't been running a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like he he does. He touches the ball a ton. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's he's not forcing it. He's not. He's not. He's not. Run the ball thirty times yeah, a game, yeah. like not doing the AP. Did, he's, yeah. yeah, he's he's really saving him. Smart, he's a smart coach, though, right? He knows. He is he's a, a smart, smart coach. coach. I coach really like Sean McVay. Coach of the year. Um, this is a game that I've been waiting for. I know you're going to wait for this. This is the last game we're doing, but the the fifth game here <laughs> is the game, the marquee matchup of the weekend, yeah. uh, maybe even of the year. This could be the conference championships for the AFC. That's right, I said it. It's it, it, New England at Pittsburgh. Except Baltimore still got a chance. Anyways, <laughs> New England at Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh coming off of a close win just by the hair. 39-38 to 38 over my Ravens. Uh, New England coming off of a loss. Yeah. A horrible loss. A short week. I actually was listening before the game on Fan 960, and I don't know who does the, the show on Fan 960, but the guy was taking calls and was like, I believe that this Monday night matchup is 
New England's looking past it. He's like, I believe that New England's going to look right to next week against Pittsburgh, and Miami's going to walk over them. Boy, was that guy right. Jay Cutler took Tom Brady's legacy and said, I'll show you how it's done. I don't know what Cutler did or what he drank or what he ate before that game, but But that boy was on fire. He's got to do it again. I think what happened was Michael Jordan came in with his secret stuff. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, have some of this water bottle yeah, stuff. Yeah, I and, and Cutler was on fire. He was on fire. Man, he was on fire. He was playing like Brady. I honestly thought, like, I'm listening <laughs> to the radio. I'm like, jerseys. I was like, this guy calling the right game? Or, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So I think New England's going to be playing pissed. I think they've been waiting for this game for the last three weeks. I think Pittsburgh as well. They almost mm-hmm. lost to Baltimore. They almost blew a lead to Joe Flacco. So put that in perspective. I don't know if they were looking past it. I kind of think they were. I kind of think they were looking past the game as well. Uh, So I think this game is just going to be a shootout. Yeah, this game's going to be a really good game. I'm Um, really excited. Look look for the chalk to be all in this game. So have fun in any other game because it'll probably be all at 10%, everybody else, because this game's going to be all the chalk. you got Antonio, Le'Veon, Brandon Cooks, Gronk, Brady, Ben. The list goes on and on and on. For me, I gotta go New England. They got the uh, they they just got if they would have won against Miami, I would have went Pittsburgh. Interesting, but because they're they were looking past this game, Belichick's smarter than that. He's smarter than that. He knows we lose, man. He's smart, man. He's a genius. This is the same guy that stayed an extra week because they're gonna go play in Mexico. Interesting, and then went and slaughtered the Raiders. Like this is a this is a genius at work. I got New England a straight up win. I honestly, the only tie I have is the next game, so I, I got wow. a blow on this one too. Um, yeah, I got a blow on this one too. Either way, no. Oh, you're thinking New England? New England. Uh, Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks in the world. He knows how to fire up a yeah. team. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, mm-hmm. hands down, no questions about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. They know how to take away an opponent's best weapons. Mm-hmm. That is what they do best. Um, so, if you know guys like Juju aren't performing, mm-hmm. or guys like Martavius Bryant aren't performing, which I don't think they will mm-hmm. on that stage, I, it's, I, I can't. I, I Antonio Brown's not going to do nothing. I, uh, Le'Veon Bell, I don't think. I think he's going to have a moderate game. Yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a great shootout mm-hmm. game, but uh, at the end of the day, I think that New England's going to stomp. Oh yeah, stomp on. So how about the parody too? Uh, Gronk coming back off his suspension. Juju coming back game. off of his suspension, and they both were kind of contrasted with each other because of the suspension happened the same week because mm-hmm. they were so totally different. Uh, where Juju clean hit. Just stood over the guy, Gronk, completely dirty, dirty, dirty hit. Yeah. Should have been gone for the entire season in my eyes. I don't care if that's your first in, if your first offense, your 18th offense. You hit a guy that's on the ground with his back turned to you on the head area, and you're Gronkowski. Look how big you are, man. You're going to kill that guy. I know Rage took over, and I understand it, but he should have suffered more of a consequence. I agree with you 100%. How can you suspend a guy for that, but you suspend Juju for just standing over Vontaze Perfect, who is literally one of the dirtiest players in the game, who is... N- honestly probably said to Juju, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> you know, in the game. And Juju yeah. lays him right out. And this is, you suspend him the same? That's where the, that's where it gets me, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think New England's got more fire there than Pittsburgh. Me too. And Pittsburgh, you know, 
at home. Who knows though, right? Like, Who knows? If this was a primetime game, I'd pick Pittsburgh too. No, I'd pick New England. No, I wouldn't. I'd pick just the way Ben's been playing primetime. That stat I heard, man, he's been on real yeah, primetime. Yeah, been unreal. yeah, we're both going New England straight up yep. then? Nice. Um, this is your game. Dallas at Oakland. Dallas, Oakland. So Dallas has a really tough road to the playoffs. Yeah, we uh, have they, a segment on them later. But. Yeah, um, I, I, I have to believe. I have, have to, to believe. Have to Cowboys all the way, they're going to kill the Raiders. Derek Carr's been playing bad. Oh man, he's a turnover machine. He's been playing bad, um, and it's not. I, you have to stay objective on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, if I believe that the Cowboys are going to lose this game, I'm. I would tell you straight up. Yeah, yeah. And I believe that the Cowboys are going to win this game. Yeah, I think they're going to win it, but I think it's going to be a tie. I think Oakland comes through. I just don't know. Like Doc's been good, and I read a thing that Jerry Jones said this suspension from Zeke was what we needed for Doc. So maybe it's the best thing that could happen to him. Maybe. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to handle on the road in Oakland. I just don't know how that defense is going to react. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really shocks me about um, Oakland right now is their wide receiver core. It was supposed to be one of the best. was really good at the beginning of the year, and they faltered. Yeah. They really have faltered. So for me... I. I'm thinking it's a tie. It's a little bit closer. I don't think it's a high-scoring game by any means. No. I think it's a low-scoring game. I'm staying away from it. I'm glad it's on the primetime slate. So you got Dallas in a straight-up win? Dallas in a straight-up win. Yeah, that's our pick six. Lasts a little bit longer, but without that third person, right? we gotta we got to just fit as much as we can. Not a lot of fantasy. We're both sitting on the outside this yeah. week. So, you know, we're just enjoying football. I, for I, what and it that's is. nice sometimes. Yeah, it is really nice to enjoy it. Uh, move on to some DraftKings stuff. Um, yeah, the important things. The important things <laughs> now. Uh, let's start off with our bargain win player. Mine is Collins at $5,000. This is that disrespectful. That is r- ridiculous. That is ridiculous. He has been playing out of his mind the last three games. Disrespectful. Which, with 20 touches a game, I, I understand that he doesn't get the, the goal line touches, but the man is making... He's, he looks like Le'Veon Bell right now. Yeah, he really is. And, and he's doing good. Yeah. He's doing really well. Um, The only thing that worries me about him this week is, like you were saying off air, is the goal line touches. Mm-hmm. It's just because Buck Allen takes a lot of that. So it's like, you know, do I really want to take that chance where I'm going to get vultured? It's like the Christian McCaffrey thing. You know what I'm saying? The only good thing about this is he is only 5K. So you still could pay up in other positions exactly. to make up for those lack of touchdowns. I just I really like his price this week. It's able to fit in a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, for me, my bargain bin uh, player is Nick Foles. Um, Nick Foles still has weapons, and I believe that he's going to come out firing because he wants to prove to the world that you know he can win games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and at what I think he was five thousand dollars or fifty one fifty one hundred. That is ridiculous for yeah, a quarterback. No I mean, you're even if you score 17 points at the quarterback position um, with 5100, you're you're laughing. Yeah, uh, you are because you just gotta just gotta hope that you're hitting on everything else. Exactly, and right. and that's and that's fine because you you have the money to pay up for somebody like a Le'Veon Bell or somebody like a Todd Gurley mm-hmm. or Mark Ingram or yeah. Kamara or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, who is your guaranteed production player this week? Uh, okay, so you're gonna. We just talked about him. Uh, uh, D Hops. Oh, D Hops. Um, we talked about parody in this yeah. in this podcast and 
how sometimes the analytics and the matchups and the matchups shouldn't matter. And the analytics and the matchups, they have looked good for DeAndre Hopkins, but the eyeball test this year, he and any quarterback that's thrown his way, he's caught the ball. Mm -hmm. He averages 16 targets per game. Unreal. 11 catches last week. That's 10 points. That's 11 points right there. Yeah. And that's not including the yardage. That's not including the touchdowns. I know he's got a tough matchup with Jalen Ramsey this week, Mm -hmm. but I think he supersedes the, what is it, 7,300 that he's worth. Mm. And I think he does get 30 points this week. Cool. Man, again. Again. Yeah. Yeah, 39 last week. Yeah. He literally killed that slate. If you didn't have him, you didn't win money. You didn't win money. You didn't cash at all. Um, my X factor this week is going to be Doug Baldwin. I know he's a bit expensive. He's 6,700. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's going to get the targets in this game. He's going to get the targets out of the slot. He's going to get all the workload. He's going to get all the production. And, like you said, Wilson's taking this team, putting it on his back. Who's he got next to him is Doug Baldwin. I think that he is the the X factor for me this week at 6,700, they need this win. Yeah. And they're at home. And, you know, he just, he didn't have that great of a matchup, or I mean a game last week. But in the second half, they turned it on. He, yeah, so they if they would have been playing all all game like that, he would have had 30 points. So yeah. I'm going with the Doug Baldwin pick this week as my X factor pick. Yeah. Um, oh, my was, guaranteed I was supposed to do. Sorry. Yeah, that, go, go ahead. My go ahead. Gu- I'll do two. Yeah, do my that. guaranteed is Gronk at 7,300. That's a really good pick. Yeah, I think I just coming week. off the suspension. I, he's going to be hungry. He's going to be choked, man. He's yeah. going to be so hungry. He's going to be so mad. And they're going to feed him. They're yeah. going to feed him all game. And Pittsburgh sucks on the against the tight end situation. Like, I just don't think they're they're going to be able to really control him, mm-hmm. especially with no Shazier. Uh, Shazier's there. I kind of have more of a, a, you know, like a doubt against yeah. Gronkowski because then – you know, you got Shazier chasing you down. He, he's a good player. Uh, who's going to do it this week? So, I mean, I, I can't see it happening. Um, do you have any qualms with my X-Factor, actually? Because I know you don't have no qualms with the Gronk. I don't have any qualms with... Doug Baldwin, I, I have a problem with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He does play well. You know what? No, I don't. Because it's the game script, the, the way that Seattle's been playing, mm-hmm. relying on that past offense yeah Doug Baldwin's gonna get the targets and and with DraftKings it's PPR I I think that's a great pick and an inexpensive pick honestly yeah Yeah, he's pretty cheap compared to all the other players yeah Uh, another x-factor I had written down is Carlos Hyde at 5500 against the Titans the Titans suck man they are horrible this year yeah they are horrendous and I feel like San Francisco at home you know they get the quick lead with Jimmy G there Carlos Hyde gonna run that rock continuously. So Jimmy G's been good. He's been all right. He threw three hundred yards yeah. last week. So I mean, he's been decent. Uh, actually, I seen a funny stat that he has uh, a better stat for his first three games than Tom Brady did. Oh wow! Or something like that as, as a starter. As a yeah, starter. he's like a perfect quarterback right now. Wait, wait till he, you know, yeah, actually, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's your heavy fade? Oh, this one was a tough one for me because I was like hovering in between two. Mm-hmm. I was hovering between Julio because Ra- Matt Matty Ice has mm-hmm. not been playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Started playing the the Monday slate then. Yeah, um, and I was also like, I had this gut feeling with LeSean McCoy mm. because he went 
off last week. Yeah, that was another pick I had. I loved him last week. Yeah, I loved LeSean McCoy last week, especially in the snow. <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his forte. That's his thing. He I loves love it. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I think I'm going to go Julio this week. Mm. Uh, he had a bad game last week. He only put up, about, I believe, 11 points. Um, and I think that's going to keep going. I don't know if Atlanta can make the push. Mm. I don't know. Like I, Fair. I don't know. I don't know if this team has an identity. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um. So, yeah. I, and I, he hasn't been much of a red zone threat as of late. Yeah, I know he had a huge game a couple weeks back, but yeah, he hasn't really been the Julio Jones that we know and love. I so. agree. Um, looking at the main slate, I man going down. I can fade so many of these players. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I really don't like A.J. Green this week against Minnesota in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I don't like that pick at all. And, and I really don't like uh, Larry Fitzgerald in Washington. Josh Norman defense. Just don't like that. I don't like Michael Thomas. Yeah. But my heavy fade is going to be Alvin Kamara. Coming off the concussion protocol, we've seen what happened with Devontae Freeman coming off concussion protocol too early. Uh, Paul Mara just went on and said there's been concussion issues all season that we've missed on mm-hmm. so i feel like this is one of those things rushing himself back because he's a young player who says it's boring for me you know he thinks the nfl is boring because it's not enough of a challenge he didn't use those exact words but he wants a challenge so i feel like this is his challenge i think it's going to burn him and i think that sean payton isn't the type of coach that's going to let that happen mm-hmm. so he's going to let him run for a bit i mean sean payton's the same guy that sat adrian peterson you know what I mean? Yeah. Ran him three he times. Care. He doesn't care who you are. So I think that he goes and says, we're going to make a strong playoff push. We're playing the Jets. We're not running you. You'll have four carries, five carries, get back in the flow That's of things. That's an interesting take. And then I'm going to go Mark Ingram. So for me, Mark Ingram moves into a lock as a guaranteed production, and Kamara is my heavy fade. Interesting. The, the only problem that I, that I have with fading Kamara is I think he's – the player that we have faded the most this year. Uh, I've faded him every week. <laughs> I've, fa- I've faded him so much, and he has burned me. But like I said a few weeks ago, the ticket to ride on that hype train is way too expensive for me to purchase, so I'm just going to let it ride by me at every station now. It's just I can't get on that yeah. train, man. Uh, 8600 this week. He's more than Mark Ingram. He's coming off a concussion protocol. Injuries are always red flags for me. Yeah. And I'll take the L. I've taken the L all year on him. Yeah. I really don't give a shit at this point. Yeah, but I'm not going to jump on it at this matchup. Yeah. I would jump on it if he wasn't hurt, but not at this matchup. Yeah. Um, let's build a line. You want to build a line? Yeah, let's, let's build a quick line. Um, start at quarterback, and we'll move down. We'll do it a little bit quicker. We got our picks here, who we really like. Who's our consensus pick at quarterback? I know you don't like Russell Wilson, and I don't really like Nick Foles. That's so fair. we can meet in the middle somewhere. Um, let's look at a player that's in a in a, in a situation that is really going to be high scoring or where the quarterback's going to see a lot of usage. Um, I think somebody like Jared, Jared Goff, Goff yeah. or Case Keenum, but Cincinnati doesn't seem like that team that's going to be pushing the the page, the pace with them. Yeah, uh, I'd love to play Josh McCown in this situation. Going against his, did he play or was it Luke McCown? I think it might have been Luke. Yeah, Luke McCown. Yeah. But it would have been a wicked situation against Drew Brees. I, I think we settle on Jared Goff. Yeah, I, I like unless that. you want to go a little bit lower. But I mean, Hundley isn't going to be playing this week. No, Bortles. I'm, we we could we could do a rod. You could do a rod at sixty eight. Um, Bortles has been decently. Sneaky, yeah. Um, 
28 points against Indy, 23 against Arizona. How about Trevor Simeon? I'll never play Trevor Simeon yeah. again. All right, that's fair. And he's on Saturday sleep. Oh, yeah, he's right. Um, No Cutler. No, I don't know. Do you want to play Cam? Does Cam... Cam is able to be... The thing about Cam is you can play him alone. You can play him naked and you don't have to worry about a stack. Mainly because he doesn't have anybody to stack with. Mm-hmm. But for the most part... He's he's a good quarterback with for for fantasy. He's fantasy gold. He can run the ball. He had seventy yards on the ground last week at a sixty-two yard run against Minnesota of all teams. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a lot of passing yards, but that's Minnesota in general. I I think I like Jared Goff. I do too. I, I think, think I think I sold myself on Jared Goff just looking at the matchup in general. Yeah. Uh, no Richard Sherman. They're missing a lot of pieces yeah, there. I agree. So let's let's plug Jared Goff in in this lineup. Um, we already liked. Alex Collins. I think we can both agree on Alex Collins as being one of the first running backs off the board there. So we'll plug him in at running back. Let's go to our second running back here now. I Uh, I, I feel like you really like Mark Ingram here. Yeah, man. You got to look at the usage. And and if that game script is the way it will be, I'm going to play all Mark Ingram. Yeah, Uh, And I'm okay with that. I like Mark Ingram this week. Um, I I play Mark Ingram. It kind of reminds me of the Stewart factor last week. mm -hmm. I mean, McCaffrey is a great... He's like kind of like the gadget player... And Stewart's a running back, and yeah. Minnesota's going to shut down that gadget player, so let's run the running back. Mark yeah. Ingram is a hard runner. I think he's able to cut down that Jets defense. Uh, wide receiver position then. Let's move on to the wide receivers. We're going to have to pay down in a big way here for one of our wide receivers. We're already at 51 for our average. Yeah, that's... Um, let's look around the 4K guys here, maybe a little bit uh, lower. Will Fuller is coming at $3,500. Interesting. Um, That's an interesting play. Um, Will Fuller, what, what's 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 his targets like? Uh, coming off the injury, uh, he had five targets. Okay. So I mean, he was hurt last week. They're only playing San Francisco. He hasn't played. He had to, he hadn't played for three weeks before that. He's kind of been diminishing in his role here. Mm-hmm. Uh, before his injury in week nine, he had five points. Eight targets though, but you, ten you're, you're, three points. But you're also playing a, a very very tough Jaguars defense, mm-hmm. and that scares me a little bit. You're playing with yeah, you're playing with fire there when you're, you're playing, playing with Boye fire there. and Ramsey. So and the pass rush. So I do agree with you there. I don't know if he gets the targets to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just you gotta. We're gonna have to. Pick I actually a guy like here. Paul Richardson here. Mm. Richardson's a good play. In that, I actually really in that like spot. Paul Richardson. I know you like Baldwin. Yeah, but I'd pivot. I'd pivot for sure off to Paul to Richardson because you look at the matchup. You look at his game logs, and if you're mm-hmm. a game log watcher, you have to look at how he's performed lately. And he's been decent. He's been yeah. consistent. He just hasn't hit that really big ceiling that he had hit earlier in the year against Houston when he went for 31. But he's been consistently in the double digit double digit points against Jacksonville. Actually, he had sixteen points, two points, seven targets, only three catches. So that really makes me scared of Will Fuller. So if Will Fuller is a second guy, like Richardson is, and he's seeing the seven targets, does he see more than that? Does he see three catches for seventy two yards and a touchdown, or does he see less? So that makes me want to play Richardson a yeah. little bit more. Um, I like Richardson, actually, 4,600. That will give us a little bit more breathing room, too. Uh, How do you feel about Alshon Jeffries? I love Jeffrey this week. I was going to say that on my next pick because he's so cheap. Because I like Aguilar. Aguilar's in the fours. Oh, God. So uh, you look at that, too, right? Like, who's going to draw who in this matchup the most of it? And the Giants are at home. 
You know, you got Nick Foles throwing to you. Who who did Nick Foles like the most last week when he came in to play? Um. Well, he he did throw a touchdown to Ashawn Jeffries. Did not? Did he not? Yeah, and he threw eleven targets to. I don't know if it was him, but he Aguilar got eleven targets. Wow, interesting. And Jeffries got. Oh, we're we're looking at eleven targets, 11 targets as well. So I, I actually like Aguilar for the price because eleven targets. That's that's killer. You know what? Put in Aguilar. I like it. Let's put in Aguilar. So we have Aguilar and Richardson mm-hmm. as our cheaps. So now we've moved up to 5,400. We're able to go down a little bit more at our defense. Mm-hmm. I wish your Cowboys defense was on this slate. I would play them. Oh, yeah. I'd play them. They'd be 2,500. Uh, man, it'd be wicked. They'd get two turnovers on him. Uh, yeah, 2,800. I'd like to go underneath three for our defense because a yeah. lot of people would be playing the Jags defense against Tom Savage, but I am not into playing more, paying more for my defense than some of my players. Yeah, that and that's a tough one because like I see the Falcons, I see the Browns, I see the 49ers. See the Bears. I don't like the Browns pick, but I do like them for the turnover factor. Mm-hmm. Like they're able to get the turnovers, but the points may be put up against them as well. That burnt me with the Giants against Oakland. I was high on the Giants defense. They got the turnovers, but then Oakland came back and scored the late points and it knocked them down from 14, 12, 10 I really to six. like the Packers this week. Packers defense is interesting because Carolina can be a high-scoring team, but they can also falter. Yeah, he can th- he can throw some interceptions. Yeah, so I, I I really like the Packers this week. What do you think? I like the Packers, but I like the Dolphins a bit more. Okay. I yeah. like the Dolphins because of what they did to the Patriots. Yep. They're going to be riding that high. Yep. They're fighting for playoffs, and Buffalo still is kind of iffy for me. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I like the let, – let's shoot them in. Dolphins. Dolphins. The other one would be the Redskins because they're at home versus Arizona. Arizona. Oh, interesting. Uh, but we'll put the cheaper one in for now, which was the, Dolph- the Dolphins. Where did they find twenty seven hundred? So we're now up to sixty three. Uh, let's go to tight end. Maybe we can find some value. We're playing Gronk, right? We're uh, playing Gronk. I, I, he's our he's our guy. I think. I mean, Ertz will be back, so people will be jumping on that because yeah. they've seen what happened with Burton. But I, I can't play him. Evan Ingram is interesting because he gets all the production. Yeah. In New York. Uh, fifty six hundred too. He's very cheap, but this could be a, a slate you could play two uh, tight ends as well. You could play one in your flex mm-hmm. because Gronk is as good as a wide receiver. So for me, I'm going to toss in Gronk here. It only drops to fifty eight, so we're able to get two decently priced players in our wide receiver and our flex spot. Um, and y- you were t- you talked to- you talked me into Carlos Hyde, honestly. At yeah, five thousand, I really do like Carlos uh, Hyde. So if you if you pop him in our in our flex spot. I'm okay with that. Uh, and I really like him in the flex because he's the afternoon game. So even if you do get a little nervous and you need the to jump off of him, you can jump yeah. off of him to somebody else like Juju. You can jump off to. Um, that's if you're so. So what I like to do, and it, I'm not a shark by any means, but if I have my flex as an afternoon player, and for this example, um, all my players are we'll say are all chalky. Mm-hmm. Well, then I would stick with Carlos Hyde because he would be the lower play, the lower owned play. But if I was really in desperate need of 25 points, 30 points, I'm going to go up to Juju because he's got more of a ceiling. Yeah, exactly. He's going to get the targets. He's in a higher scoring game, but he's going to be chalk. So you got to have a lower ownership on your first games as you did to your your afternoon game. 
you got to balance it out. And, and I have noticed, though, that in a lot of these tournaments, the winning lineup doesn't always have a 0.5% player. Sometimes they're all just at 10%, or 15%. Seven, yeah, 7%. So, I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. it's good to have that. Our wide receiver leaves us with 6,100 if we put Carlos Hyde in to play. 6,100? I was actually looking at Sammy Watkins. Uh, I'm kind of trying. I'm kind of fading off of Sammy Watkins. Now. I would have to look further into that with Robert Woods' status. If Woods is sitting, right? If Woods yep. sits, then I would play. I would like to play Stefan Diggs at fifty eight hundred in that last spot. Interesting, because I was looking at Jarvis Landry. Or Landry. Landry's a good pick too. The thing about these wide receiver spots is we're gonna have to guarantee that they all hit two touchdowns. They all have to have two touchdown upside. Mm-hmm. Richardson has two touchdown upside. We've seen it this year. Aguilar as well has two touchdown upside. His two touchdown upside is a little bit different. He's not going to get the 100 yards with it. He'll probably get six catches, 60 yards, two touchdowns, right? Yeah. So he'll get you that 28 whatever points. Um, so that's where I have my problem with Sammy Watkins. don't mm-hmm. think he has a two touchdown upside. Yeah, yeah, he has he has the big yardage game. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't have. You're, you're right. And he doesn't only, have the receptions. No, he doesn't. He, he he'll have a hundred yards maybe, but I mean, you gotta have to guarantee he's gonna get the two touchdowns. Yeah. So I, I like that Stefan Stefan Diggs, Stephon especially Diggs. against Cincinnati. Yeah, um, I mean, Thielen has been the man there, right? Like he is killing it. Yeah. But I mean, Stefan Diggs is really nicely priced this week. He's he fifteen hundred. His game logs are all right. I yeah. mean. He has, he hasn't been blowing anything out of the water lately. But at the beginning of the season, he was the guy to go to. He and had 27 points his first week. Uh, second week was an outlier against Pittsburgh. But the third week, 40 points yeah. against Tampa Bay. You know, like he's just he's yet to have that week again. So and te- he, ten targets a game. I'm sold. G- give me some Stefan Diggs. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you too on that one. So that there's the line. You know, we're only left with $300. I think that's a good thing. We're able to pay up from Carlos Hyde, like I say, in the afternoon game. Yeah. Or even Gronk, if you want to play real risky and you want to pay up from Gronk and do all those kind of things and switch him into your flex or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, pay down and, and pay up or yeah, whatever you're exactly. saying. But for the most part, I mean, if you, if you don't like Carlos Hyde, you could pay up for a Jarvis Landry instead before, before Locke. Maybe even a Marquise Goodwin because... Tennessee's been so horrible against teams Team, and yep. their funnel defense. So, I mean, Jimmy G loves Goodwin. He's hitting them all the time. Yep. He could be a good play. I'm going to save this line right now because I think this line has some potential. It's grand. We're going to win some money. Um, moving on quickly, we'll do some things here. We'll do the wild card chase. We'll talk about yeah. quickly before we bounce uh, for the last two, three minutes here. AFC seems pretty pretty locked up yeah. with the division leaders and stuff like that. There's a little bit of a chase going on at the end. I hate to say it, but my Ravens got the easiest schedule. Yeah, Not they do. They do. Uh, they have the easiest schedule. They, they play, play Indy. They play Cleveland. Cleveland this week, Indy next week, and then they finish off with Cincinnati, who, easy on paper, but it could be a tough game because Cincinnati likes to be that that spoiler. bug, that bug in our, in our spoiler, side. Right? Yeah. Um, do you see any surprises like we were talking earlier in the year about or a few weeks back about how buffalo and can make a a jump and then they did and then miami wins um i don't know if there's going to be any surprises though i I think that we're basically locked where we are the biggest surprise would be if baltimore lost to cleveland lost to cincy and then uh tennessee gets in that would be my biggest shock that would be a huge shock um, I, I can't see this going anywhere but Baltimore and the San Diego. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, LA. LA, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Uh, it's going to be one of those three teams. I just think that Oakland's got the toughest way right now because of they play Philly, they play you, uh, and they play the Chargers. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough road for them. And they don't have their, their they're just not clicking. They yeah. they haven't. Derek Carr's been playing bad. Yeah, the NFC is the fun. It is really fun. There is what seven teams, six teams. Yeah. Saturday night, I will be spending most of my time looking at this playoff chase and messing with this playoff simulator to see what will give me the most interesting Week Seventeen, because that's how I'm going to base it. I, I'm telling you. Uh, I think that the NFC is where you're going to have to make your money on DraftKings. Yeah. There's games that are going to go off. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, you got Dallas, which, in my opinion, has the toughest road to the playoffs. Yeah, they do right now. Um, They need all these teams to lose. They need these teams to win. Yeah, because they don't hold any tiebreakers. Green Bay, if they win out, they get a playoff spot. That means that Dallas does not get a playoff spot. Atlanta has to win out, and Carolina has to win out. So there's all these teams that have to, to do their thing, and... It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I'm excited. Um, I know you're going to say Dallas gets a spot. For me, i got to think Green Bay is going to snag that last spot like they always seem to do. And my only shock to me would be if Detroit got in. It wouldn't yeah. shock me if Dallas got in. It really wouldn't because they have a good enough team. Yeah. But it would really shock me if the Lions could squeak their way into the playoffs because it's realistic. Yeah, it is real. I don't. I it's realistic. I don't think it happens, but it's realistic. I, it would would it blow me under the wall? Like the the Detroit for me has is is a team that is not playoff ready. Yeah, no, they don't have a run game. They, they haven't have, had a runner run for a hundred yards in, in like two seasons. Yeah, it's since been, Reggie Bush. God, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lions fans. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think this playoff chase is just starting to heat up. This is the week to target the NFC, though. I can't stress it enough. Target the NFC, yeah. all your fantasy, everything you can do, because that's where your money's going to be made. Uh, do you have any bold predictions before we go? Damn, you know, for week fifteen, a bold prediction. I, I, I don't. Do you, do you have? Do you have? Well, one? I kind of had one earlier with the Jacksonville team shutting out oh, Houston yeah. to make, uh, you know, to get. No points, yeah. uh, no field goals, no nothing. I, I don't know if I have one other than I'm going to throw it out there because hopefully I'll be right one time. Joe Flacco's going to throw for 300 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. But here's the bold part. He's going to throw zero interceptions. interceptions. Oh, my God. So it's not even the bold part that he's going to throw yards and touchdowns. It's going to be that he throws a big zilch of interceptions. That's my bold prediction because I don't Ooh. think he's done it against Cleveland. I was just looking, actually. He hasn't. He's thrown an interception against Cleveland almost every game he's played them. So, for the last two years, so maybe so. Maybe, maybe play Cleveland. And, nope. Well, maybe we'll fade. You know, like um, I, I I can't really think of one uh, no. at this moment. You know, like it's it's we keep you know like uh, we have these crazy bold predictions, and then we don't even play off of them, and then they go off. When they go off, like the Kirk Cousins, yeah, like it's just aggravating. <sighs> Aggravation. Um, he's a player we kind of passed over quickly. Yeah, I was thinking about Kirk Cousins. Um, the only thing is, I'd really like to, um, to, I'd really like to pair him with somebody. I don't know if I have faith in Crowder or Grant or or uh, Doxon. Yeah, I mean he is only six K, so it's it's something to think of. It's something to think of. I'll be making multiple lines. Uh, yeah, I will too. Um, and we'll probably be uploading on Facebook. So, yeah, if you uh, want to holler at us, yeah, or you know, if you, comments, uh, whatever you got, any 
questions, concerns, uh, advice, opinions, hit us up. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been a long, stressful year for us. We're getting it. We're getting we're, it. It's close. It's we're getting it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a million dollars. One year, one day, one, one day, day, one day, not one year. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, hit us, all hit the a social like. media. Give us a like and uh, good luck in your contest. Hopefully, we see you at the top of the leaderboards on Sunday night. Ciao for now.